involved with the Giants. And he also said that there, he saw some similarities between Kansas City and your team. I'm interested in how much of an influence Coach Reed's been on you and what things potentially you may be adopted from what he does. Yeah, well, uh, Britt Reed, who's on their staff, um, uh, worked with me when I was the offensive coordinator at uh, Temple and did a tre tremendous job. Um, during that time, I got to know the Reed family, um, Coach Reed, uh, Miss Tammy, who's always been fantastic to Julie over the years and, and fantastic to me as well. Um, uh, then uh, their, their younger son, Spencer, um, played for us at Temple before leaving to go on a mission and then finishing up it in Utah, but um, just a, a great family. And, uh, you know, I think the things, you know, I've had him work for Coach Reed, Jeff Nixon, who's on our staff, did. But the things that I've always taken away from Coach were just his consistency. Um, you know, he's, he's the same guy every day. Um, you can't tell when you're around him. You know, um, are they winning? Are they losing? I mean, he just has a plan and he sticks to it. He doesn't panic. Um, and uh, I think as a result, people respond to him and relate to him. And so uh, his work ethic is uh, legendary. And um, he's always been there anytime I had a question or needed something. So I'm very grateful to him. Um, in, in terms of, uh, you know, similarities, I think when you look uh, statistically, you know, what they've done offensively um, and some of the things that we've done well offensively, there are a lot of things that do match up. I, I think um, they've just put the ball in the end zone a lot more, whereas we've kicked a lot more field goals. And so um, we've talked about that a lot here, you know, having to, you know, I think they have 41 touchdowns and or field goal opportunities and we have 39 um the problem is they have more touchdowns and we have more field goals and so um you know they they are advanced in their system they know what they're doing they've been in it a while our guys are doing a great job um they're growing in it and uh you know we can we can only hope to have the success that they've had right, let's go to josh klein and then miles simmons Hey, Coach. Um, obviously, uh, the biggest question is Christian. Uh, looked like he was back at practice today. Um, any updates on how, and how did you think he looked out there? Yeah, Christian was uh, at practice today. Um, he, you know, he looked uh, he looked like Christian. He looked good. He looks uh, sharp. Um, you know, we'll see how uh, how his body responds to. You know, obviously, he he did a little bit last week, um, but you know, this was his first padded day. See how his body responds to. Uh, you know, the, the duress of today and, and uh, you know, uh, to see how it responds tomorrow morning into tomorrow afternoon. And then just real quick, I know you not to talk too much about injuries, but Jeremy Chin in the knee, was that something that cro cropped up recently or he's been kind of dealing with it for a while? Uh, it, no, just something coming out of the last game. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes when you're a rookie, you have some things from college that can get aggravated. But um, um, so, you know, we'll uh, – We'll just kind of play it by ear and see how he feels over the next couple of days. Hey, Matt. Uh, how nice was it to have uh, Russell Douglas back today? And just what has he meant to your defense overall this year? It was fantastic to have Russell back. Uh, he's a really, really, really good corner, really good player. But uh, he's a, an even better teammate, a tremendous leader. Um, I just love having the guy around. I know that his teammates do too. So I was happy to see him. Um, back out, back out there, and then back at it. Now let's go to Joe Person and then David Newton. Hey Matt, um, back on the uh, Britt Reed deal. Um, 
Andy said that Britt was lobbying for you to get a position on that Eagle staff. Did, did you know, you know that was going on? And how close do you think you came to, to getting a gig in Philly? Not close enough, apparently. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, I probably was putting them up to it. You know, I, I uh, no, I, I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I love the family. Um, and, um, you know, uh, the opportunity to, to have coached under Coach Reed to learn under him would be um, something that any young coach would want. And um, you look at all the coaches that are having success as head coaches out on their own um, after spending time with him. So, um, yeah, Britt Brit always tried to put a good word in for me, but uh, uh, never quite worked out. And is there anything you've done in shaping your program or your staff that was in any, in any way uh, influenced by Andy or no? Um, probably not too much just because I never worked for him. Um, I just, the one thing I've always taken away, like I said, you know, just talking to Jeff and talking to, you know, Britt and talking to some other guys on that staff, just how, um, you know, he, he, he never panicked. He never changed things up, you know, when they won or when they lost, you know, like the plans, the plan, um, the process is the process. And I think a lot of people make emotional, rash decisions. You know, they listen to outside noise or they listen, they start to panic inside and they start doing all kinds of different things. And um, uh, Coach Reed, I think people really enjoy working for him. Not, it's hard, you have to be a grinder, but they really enjoy working for him, playing for him because he's just so consistent. And so that's the message that I personally took away from my time around him that, um, that I've tried to apply. Uh, maybe not always successfully, but I've tried. Hey Matt, hope you're doing well. Um, wanted to ask you, what's the difference in preparing for a guy like Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray, who both run around a lot, and um, and who's your scout team quarterback for both? If it's the same, um, you know, Kyler's Kyler's more of a scramble and take off, and you know, he runs four three. Um, and he's got a great arm; uh, he can throw it down the field. I think the biggest thing with um, uh, Mahomes. Um, is that he can throw, you know, he's, he's completed balls. He can drop balls in from 55, 60, 65 yards away. So you can uh, scramble up and um, or he can scramble out and you can run up to try to take away the run, but then he'll throw the ball over your head for a touchdown. Um, both very similar, both dynamic players, both guys who can make plays with their feet and with their arms. Um, I just think, you know, his arm strength is so severe. He's so strong that they can run double moves at 30 yards, which, are, which they can run routes that you don't ever see. Um, you don't ever see some of the routes that they run at the depths that they run them. And it's just because of their elite speed, uh, his arm strength. And then they also have a, a fantastic offensive line. And then, uh, you know, we, we always, yeah, we always rotate all three guys. I mean, Teddy, Teddy always wants to take scout team reps. I think, I think he feels like that's important for the team. And uh, Will and PJ both, um, you know, both guys can throw the ball a long way, so they both were out there today. Let's go to Jonathan Jones and then Phil Orban. Hey, Matt, wanted to ask you about uh, third down conversions for your defense. Obviously, you guys have been struggling with that this season. Uh, been good on third and long when you can get them in third and long, but, uh, you know, third and short and intermediate has, has been a struggle for you all. Uh, halfway through the season, have you been able to – diagnose uh what those issues have been for you all um you know it's it, it, it i would say it's never just one thing you know like we stopped them on third and one last week down at the goal line which we hadn't i believe up until that point hadn't had a third and one stop um stopped them and you know then they kicked they kicked it um 
you know, I think, uh, you know, we've, 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 we've played man, we've pressured, you know, um, and, and I think last week is really, you know, and I hate to go back talking about last week when we're getting ready for this game, but I think it's, I think there's always truth in everything. Like, you know, I think, I think, and I don't have it in front of me, I think they finished three of nine. Um, but when you add in the three holding calls, that's really, you know, six of 12. So they're really 50% on third down. Um, but on those holding calls, you know, we had a sack, we had a stop, like we, we really uh, got off the field and then penalties hurt us. And so to me, it's like, well, it wasn't one guy holding three, it was three different guys. And we had a commitment, hey, we're going to play more man this week. Um, didn't play quite as much man against the Saints. So I think just, you know, we're just trying to each week find um, the matchups that are in our favor, um, uh, get to the quarterback because that's the number one way to, to get off the field. And we've gotten some pressure. Um, but I don't think it's any one thing. I think it's just, you know, a little bit of, of, of everything. And even some of that is even first and second down, you know. I mean, if you're in third and three, the odds tilt dramatically in the, def- in, the, in the offense's favor. So you have to be in third and six, third and seven. And that happens by what you do on first and second down. So all of it is just kind of uh, – all of it is just kind of, uh, 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 you know, free flows on top of each other. And we're just trying to get better at everything we do. That's the only way I know right now for our guys to improve as a team is just keep improving in every area that we can first down, second down, and then all the different third down areas. Hey, hey Matt, um, understanding Rasul's back and Dante got an extra couple days to get healthy. Those other guys in the secondary that were kind of forced into action on Thursday night, how, how valuable can those reps be? And is there ever any concern with putting some of the younger guys in a situation like that, maybe before you would want to in an ideal situation? Well, I think in a perfect world, you don't want to put young players in before they're ready because, you know, um, sometimes uh, a lack of success can can affect them and they can you know it might you sometimes you don't even see it but it can affect their confidence for a long time that being said we're, we're in the situation that we're in you know um uh, Rasul missed the last two games um Dante's been limited um so you 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 put the young guys in and let them you know let them play and um uh, there's no doubt absolutely no doubt in my mind that um those reps accelerated their growth. Uh, but here again, we're not playing for the future. We're trying to win now. We're trying to win this week uh, because that's what we owe our team. And so um, uh, hopefully that, that the, the benefit of those reps will show up this week and next week because you never know when you're going to have to be counted on. And, um, you know, there's a standard for performance for us, and we need everyone to match it. Now let's go to Steve Reed and then Elena Getzenberg. Hey, Matt, I just want to follow up quickly on uh, Christian. Right now, I, know, I understand it's Wednesday, but um, are you anticipating that he will play this week? Are you preparing as if he will play this week? Uh, I practiced him. Um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it kind of day by day. You know, um, I'm also practicing Mike and Trenton and Rodney Smith. So um, I'll see how he does tomorrow. So, you know, but I'm, obviously, I'm very hopeful that he can play. Um, you know, we're excited to see him play. But uh, um, I also understand that, you know, we have to see how the body reacts. Hey, Matt, I know you can't – you seem like you're going to see where Jeremy Chin is this week, but how would you go about replacing what he does for this defense? Just because, you know, he fills a variety of roles. How Even if he's limited Sunday, how do you kind of go about replacing what he does? Uh, I don't know that any one guy can just because of, as you said, the versatility. Just You would just play people in more – you know, different people in more traditional roles. You know, um, you wouldn't be able to – kind of have the hybrid nature of him going from safety to nickel to will. You'd have to just, hey, on this package, here's our nickel, here's our will, here's our safety. Let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then Jason Huber. 
not gonna lie, I was gonna ask the same question. Elena was gonna ask, but um, uh, you know, the the trade deadline came and and went. Um, were there any areas that you were hoping to address that you didn't get to address through that that you may address further um, through practice squads, free agency, or anything like that? You know, I think uh, Marty and his staff—they're always trying to. They're always trying to improve the team specific, you know, as you guys know, to get a guy in here for the practice squad, it's a seven day wait this year. So, you know, you have to sign someone now hoping that they're ready, you know, sometime next week, um, you know, or, or, you know, needed. You're really trying to look into the future. So it's, it's, as, it's as difficult a process um, as you can imagine, just in terms of uh, seeing what the future holds. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we're always trying to look and see, hey, who's out there? How can they help us? You know, we, we believe that even, even you know, uh, improving the, you know, the, um, you know, some some position on practice squad makes our team better, and, and that's we're just trying to improve the team in every area. Hey, Matt, uh, I've got two questions. The first one, I'm not sure how much you can answer, but with the with the backup quarterback position with PJ Walker and with Pat possibly coming back in the near future is that something that still it can go week by week especially because you mentioned walker being an emergency possibly running back is that would will greer come more into consideration as being the backup if mccaffrey comes back yeah i think uh you know once christian's back you know that that whole hey pj having to be the third tailback um you know is, is no longer as as important and it can be strictly based on you know quarterback play, quarterback uh, preparation, you know, the, the quarterback test, all the different things that Jake and, and Joe, um, you know, use use each week. Uh, it won't be as um, <clears throat> system, you know, position, hey, I, I'm also backing up over here based. And then the second thing, uh, more just with Chiefs, facing a team like that, defending champions, one of the, you know, the best team in the league, really. Is there any – I know you, you want to – you know, you go into every week with the same mindset of wanting to win, but is there any type of message that, you know, this, you'll kind of see how you do stack up kind of against the best, or is there any more of a challenge preparing, you know, this week that is on your minds? Well, I mean, the challenge is – the challenge is them on tape. I mean, they're a really good team. Um, that I mean, To me, that's the, you know, the, the ultimate challenge, uh, just, you know, how good of a team they are. But you know, for me, um, you know, we're 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 strictly, strictly, strictly focused on us and making us better. You know, we feel like we've played a bunch of games that we feel like we could have won, but we did not win, and we feel like we did not win them because of um, our performance, performance by the coaches, players, staff, everyone. You know, the Carolina Panthers, us. Um, you know, if we were just a player or two better, would have won those games. And so, we're trying to we're trying to focus on getting a couple plays better every week, and if. If that means we win this week, next week, the week after, awesome. But if if we continue to improve, there will come a day where we will, you know, we'll win and win consistently because every week we get better. And so uh, this week, you know, excited about the opportunity to go to Kansas City and play. We know they have a great team, but you know, my focus is is on our staff and players and, and you know, in the Carolina Panthers. All right, guys, we have time for two more. So let's go to JB Ricks and then finish up with Joe Person. Hey, Coach, J.B. Riggs here from uh, Spectrum News One. Thanks for taking out the time. Um, Andy Reid said about you earlier that uh, he was very impressed with how you were able to put a good product on the field, considering that you didn't have a training camp to work with and you didn't get much time with your players um, during the offseason because of COVID. 
when it, you know, when it comes to the transition you had to make from college to the NFL, what do you like most about the product that you have put on the field as a first year NFL head coach uh, through these eight games? And is there anything that you would change for the second half uh, of the, of the season? Well, I mean, I think, uh, I think we're a team that's, um, I think we're a team that's improved every week, but most importantly, we're a team where guys have stepped up, you know, um, I think if we drew it up coming in, you know, we came in and we said, Hey, you know, KK is going to be a stalwart here and Christian's going to be a stalwart here. And, you know, we had different plans for different people. Um, so even with that short training camp, I think we had a good plan. And as those guys got banged up, as those guys got injured, we've had to adapt. And I feel like our coaches, I feel like our players most importantly have adapted and guys have stepped up and filled roles. And so as we now begin to see guys come back, right. Um, if we can get Christian back, if we can get Russell back, if we can get, um, you know, Yitor back, if we can get Burris back, if we can get guys back, um, then what we also have gained is we've gained the experience of some of those other guys. And so uh, we get Rasul back, we get Schofield and Larson back, hopefully. So um, I guess my point being, I love the fact that guys have stepped up. I love the fact that our staff has adapted. Um, if we can, you know, take that approach. I think I said from the very beginning with COVID, um, whatever we do now under the hardest of circumstances will be, you know, will be built to last because it won't be like this forever. And when we do have OTAs and training camps, um, the foundation that we build now is, is something special. Um, all that being said, I would like to see us go win close games. You know, I mean, we've, we've done a lot of good things. We've been in position to win games. Um, but you know, we've had, we've had four games where we came down to the end and we weren't able to, go get the W. And I know our, our players feel that way. They'd be the first to tell you that. And, and me as well, we want to go win those close games in this second half of the season. And so we'll keep trying to improve. We'll keep trying to see guys step up, but we also want to go win the close games. Thanks so hey, much. Matt, did you guys, I'm assuming, kind of keep tabs on Seth DeValve after, after releasing him with the, with the non-football injury? And then related, what does he bring – bring to you guys and is kind of like a sort of a trade deadline acquisition in, in a different kind of way. Well, when we signed uh, Seth in free agency, we really liked him um, as a pass receiving tight end, a guy who can get down the seam, catch the ball. Um, initially, as he was in the virtual meetings, extremely intelligent football guy, football character, liked everything about him. Um, you know, his situation arose. He had to go get, you know, he had to go get himself healthy, um, got himself healthy. You know, you know, I, I obviously, you know, was working, but, you know, Marty uh, stays on top of those things. And the hope was that if he ever did get healthy, we could, you know, convince him to come back here. And, um, you know, he's cleared now. Uh, he cleared the testing protocols. Um, he's, you know, on the practice squad. And so uh, what exactly we have in him, you know, I, I saw him today for the first time live, you know, so it's, it's almost like uh, what I would have normally seen in a, in a rookie minicamp, you know, or excuse me, uh, uh, veteran minicamp I saw today for the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see where he's at over the, you know, the next uh, couple of days, much like Christian, I, you know, I even pulled him aside today and said, Hey, don't try to do too much. You know, don't, don't, you know, this is, this is something that we want to build you into. So, um, but he, yeah, he's definitely someone we signed, you know, with purpose. So to get him uh, back here was something that we wanted. Hey, and how you doing? It's Joe Person.
Good. How are you I'm doing well, man. Thank you. Um, just talking with with Matt and Andy Reid today, they were talking about both of them some similarities in the Chiefs' offense and what you guys are trying to do. I wondered, uh, kind of, if you see that as well, and if so, where? Yeah, I mean, we basically have the same speed they have. I mean, it's the NFL. Teams are good. Um, I personally think we're a good team, so uh, we're gonna do our best to go out there and take the W. Hey, Ian, um, it's Josh from the Riot Report. Um, is there anything to be said for, you said in the NFL teams are good. Is there anything behind the idea that, like, these are the Super Bowl champs, you're going to Arrowhead? Um, obviously, intimidation is not the right word for it, but just kind of that thought of looking at, like, here are the Chiefs. No, not really. I mean, we grow men. We we put our socks on just like they put our socks on. I mean, that's the old saying, but it's true. I mean, uh, we're going to go out there, be physical, be the team that we are. Let's go to Miles Simmons and then Elena Getzenberg. Hey, Ian. Uh, so tight ends this year in this offense, I mean, for whatever reason, you guys haven't had that many targets and that many catches. Is there something you can put your finger on for that? And obviously, you, you know, you had three, I think, against uh, three catches against Atlanta. Do you feel like you guys are starting to get more into it at this point? I mean, I think we're getting open more. Um, people are, I guess, taking an eye off us and covering more speed on the field. So, I mean, that could potentially be it. Hey, Ian, kind of following up on Miles' question, I was just curious, for you, how do you feel like this season has gone so far? I know, like, we pay a lot of attention to how many receptions you have, but, like, in terms of blocking and all around, how do you feel like your season has gone? Um, I think my season has been going pretty well, um, right? I haven't had as many catches as I want to have, but um, the blocking aspect has been pretty good, I think. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the tight ends are doing well overall, and, uh, I mean, that's what we like to have, so. Let's go to Josh Klein and then Sharon Thorsland. Ian, um, just on that, on being improving blocking as a tight end, how is that something that you were a, are were you able to work on that during the off season? And then how much of a difference does it make? Obviously, being in practice and kind of having these first eight weeks to go through that. I mean, in the off season, you're not really blocking anyone like competitively, but like a bag, you know, and then. Uh, once camp came and then the games came, you had to kind of get used to it real quick. So, I mean, a lot of practice reps and a lot of game reps is what really help you uh, become a better blocker, become a better player overall. Hey, Ian, when you look at the Chiefs, what are your first impressions of their defense? What kind of a defense do they have? How would you describe them? I'm sorry, repeat that. When you look at the Chiefs and their defense, how would you describe them? What are your initial impressions of their defense? Um, Aggressive, physical, um, I mean, they're a good defense, you know. Uh, like you said before, the Super Bowl chance from last year, and uh, you hear that a lot. But, um, I mean, we have, a, we have a great offense, and I'm, I'm pretty confident in our offense. Let's go to Joe Person. Hey, Ian, you were kind of in this situation the last couple of years with Greg, where he would be down and you would play and get your, your opportunity and then he comes back. Uh, so what would you say to Mike Davis uh, with Christian coming back, uh, you know, if two of you were to talk about, you know, what you went through and how, you know, what you might offer to him advice-wise? I mean, 
Mike is a, a um, NFL vet, and I'm pretty sure he knows when his time comes, he have to perform. And uh, I mean, like everyone knows or may experience once in their career, like you may be sitting for a while and have to jump in there and play. And I'm pretty sure Mike knows his role and knows what he has to do when he get on the field. So um, like before, when he jumped in and then now uh, Mike blew up and I mean, that's what he's supposed to do as a player once his, his once his name is called. So, I mean, I wouldn't really have anything to say because I feel like he's already been through that. He already knows what to do. Did, did his success the last six, seven weeks or so, you know, does that kind of make you guys a more dangerous team to prepare for now with the idea that maybe both those guys are in at the same time potentially? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to um, prepare to defend two different backs, I think. And, uh, and I mean, it's pretty hard to defend both of them. So, um, it's, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be fun to see how it plays out. Let's go to Elena Getzenberg and then Josh Klein. Hey, and I was curious, you know, for you, when you walk away from a game with like one catch or two catches and you think about all the offensive weapons that you guys have, how do you kind of balance that between, you know, you'd like you said, you'd like to have more catches up to this point, but also, you know, with DJ and Robbie and everyone wanting the ball, how do you kind of deal with that personally? I mean, it's a team game. Uh, we pros and uh, just got to wait till my time coming when it comes and got to perform. So, I mean, there's nothing really sad I can be about really because it's just the name of the game. And when you say like, you know, you wish you'd be love to have more catches, is that something that you feel like you can be doing better or just the offense, how the offense is going or Teddy or how, why do you think that is? I mean, it's nothing about our offense. It's just, I guess, the the way teams defend us, you know what I mean? And um, I mean, of course, I can improve anything as a player myself. So, um, yeah, it's just getting more reps, I guess, and then uh, once and see how teams play us and then go from there. Hey, uh, Ian, obviously you don't watch um, Chiefs offensive tape, but you are probably familiar with Travis Kelsey. What is it that makes him such a good tight end, and do you try to emulate that uh, in any year play? Um, I think his, his ability to get open. And uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to mock it because coaches want different things from different players and different offenses. So, um, I mean, there's little things you can take away from everyone's game, but um, the overall offense is kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to mock someone else's game in a different system. All right, guys, we have time for one more. So let's go to Jonathan Alexander before we wrap it up. Hey, Ian, hope you're doing well, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Sorry if, I, if, if you've been asked because I missed this. Um, but have you noticed at all any, you know, level of excitement or extra confidence boost since Christian has come back, particularly that they just participated in his first padded practice? Yeah, everyone's excited for him to be back. I mean, anyone would be sorry for anybody to come back from injury and then play again, especially Christian. But, I mean, uh, football, people get hurt and just got to move on. And then, well, when he come back, we definitely – excited about him being at practice and hopefully he plays this weekend so yeah all right brian can you hear us no perfect all right let's go to jonathan alexander to start and then mike salarte brian um hope you're doing well yeah, doing good. How are you? 
Pretty good, man. I uh, was definitely impressed with the major pain skit. <laughs> was wondering how that came about and the level, I mean, the production it took to get that. Um, <laughs> now, that's one of my favorite movies. Um, I did Blue Streak last year. That's also one of my favorite movies, but I decided to do something a little different. I, don't feel, I didn't feel like a lot of people would do major pain. I don't think a lot of people think about it. And, uh, yeah, I had a little team, team put together a little production team, and we, we got it done. Brian, Mike Solarte, Spectrum News 1, good to see you. Uh, Kansas City week, it all starts with Patrick. I mean, they've got weapons all over the field. How do you, how do you blanket these guys and, and, and slow them down? Um, yeah, like you said, it starts with Patrick. Everything runs through him, uh, Patty. Um, yeah, everything runs through him. So, I mean, if we can pressure him, uh, keep him uncomfortable in the pocket, um, hit him a lot, um, I feel like things will slowly start going our way. But we just have to try to limit the explosive plays between um, him and his weapons. And, and a quick follow to that, he gets out of the pocket so well. I mean, the guy's a water bug. Yeah. Where, where does it – I mean, you, you want to be un uncomfortable in the pocket, but it seems like he gets uncomfortable in the pocket. He just leaves the pocket, and then he becomes another, another th a bigger threat, maybe. Uh, with him, you got to kind of like plaster your guy. If he gets out, you kind of got to leave it to the D-line. So uh, we have to have like a relentless rush to, um, to stay after him and um, to really get him down. But uh, like, you, yeah, like you said, he'll throw from anywhere, honestly. Like he doesn't have a set point. Like he'll roll out to his right. I don't really think he likes going to his left that much. But I think it's kind of balanced. But um, anyway, you just got to be relentless with him and, and keep going after him. Let's go to David Newton and then Miles Simmons. Hey, Brian, I got a couple questions for you. One is, what's the difference when you're, you're trying to contain um, Patrick Mahomes compared to Kyler Murray? Um, Kyler is more of a – I feel like Pat – I feel like Pat extends plays to, to make deep throws. I don't feel like Kyler really looks – too much for for trying to trying to throw the ball deep for an explosive play. I feel like Kyle will more he'll more take off. Um, Patty will, will, will really just get out just to extend the play. Probably get some guys to come out of coverage and then hit you deep. I already think Kyle is looking for that. But um, that's pretty much in the speed. Obviously, Kyle is no offense to Patty, but Kyle's way faster than him. So that's pretty much yeah. it. Another one was about Jeremy. Uh, I know he wasn't out there today, but what what have you seen out of him as a rookie? I mean, he just went through that whole rookie experience last year. What's impressed you the most about Jeremy Chen, the way he's played? He plays hard. Um, that's one thing I can really say about Chen. Um, he don't take a lot of plays off. And uh, he has great instincts to be, to be for this to be his first year. Uh, he's really impressed me along the way. I mean, he's, he's a good player. Um, but, yeah, I told him to rest up. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to like, to, to rush anything. Like, it's, it's probably more serious than, than what, he, what, he, what he thinks. So, but, yeah, he's a great player, man. Brian, um, what does it mean to have Russell Douglas back and just what has he meant to you guys defensively um, as a whole, especially concerning he only got here week one? Uh, he's just a dog. He's, he has a dog mentality in that back end, and um, he's a great player, and, and I'm, I'm glad he's back. Um, he does a great job with um, some of the big, the bigger receivers. So, uh, yeah, but he just, he's just got a dog mentality. Like, he's just a pure dog, in my opinion. Go to Phil Orban and then Sharon Thorsland. Hey, Brian. Um, it's got to be so frustrating when you're so close to making a play and, and you, you're just kind of, kind of, kind of a half inch short. But, but on Sunday, how do you keep your composure, understanding that at some point Patrick's probably 
going to do something dynamic when you think you have him and he's going to make a play? Like, like how do you kind of maintain your composure and move on to the next play when you're so close and, and a guy is able to make a play on you? Um, it's all about st- staying, like, not getting too high, not getting too low. Um, you just got to you just gotta know, like, with great players like that, I mean, what, he's have a, half a billion dollars? <laughs> but anyway, uh, you just got to know with great players like that, something's going something's gonna to happen. You don't want it to happen, but at some point it's going to happen, and um, you just got to be able to be ready to bounce back. So that's kind of my, my game plan. I don't want to get too high or too low uh, dealing with Pat. So that's about it. Hey, Brian, when you look at the Chiefs' rushing attack, and I've got that rookie, um, Edward Tolaire, who's been doing so well, how would you describe him as a back, and why has he been able to have so much success coming in as a rookie? Uh, he's a stout. He's, he's a stout guy. He's a short, compact uh, running back. I think he runs behind his pads, and um, we're going to have to strike him a lot. I mean, I'm talking about multiple people at him at, at once. Um, I think the best way to tackle him is to gang tackle him. I feel like if you got numbers, you could definitely – tire him out and he won't he won't want to run like that the rest of the game hey guys we have time for one more so let's go to josh klein before we wrap it up unless josh doesn't have a question yeah sorry i'm not good at this zoom thing after six months um uh brian if i'm also a fan of major pain and blue streak what other movies would you recommend that i put on my queue (laughs) uh i think you should watch life all the Fridays, all the rush hours, um, training day. I mean, these are just my. This is just my list that I go by. Um, American Gangster. It's a. It's a lot of. It's a lot of movies you can watch. We'll talk about it later. Though. I'll get you. I'll get at you. Okay. All right. I, you already. You already kind of. You did the. Um, the training day speech already. So I think you're. Yeah. you're giving us a clue as to what your Halloween costume is next year. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Guys, we got Dante Jackson joining us. Answer questions y'all have for him. Dante, you here? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. How we doing? All right, guys. Uh, no one has their hand raised yet, so if someone wants to start us off, go for it. Hey, Dante. Hey, Dante how's the? Uh, just give us an update on the toe. How's it feeling this week? Um, it's, it's, it's getting there. I'm still, you know, working. To I had a, um, I met with a, a few doctors, a few specialists over this weekend. Um, to, to take a better look at it. Um, it's feeling better. It's just, you know, just try not to aggravate it, man. Uh, let's go to Mike Slarte and then Miles Simmons. Thanks, Preston. Hey, Dante. Uh, defensively, the challenge this week, it, it seems like it starts at quarterback with Patrick Mahomes, but uh, Brian Burns is saying this is a, a week of really plastering guys to limit his options to throw it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. He's a guy um, – there's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that once you get them off their spot, you know, they're, um, they're different guys, you know, in terms of, like, arm, the throws they can make and just the, the things they can do, you know, when they get off their spot. And um, he's just one of those rare guys that um, that it really doesn't matter, you know, if you get them off his spot or not. Um, only thing that really matters is getting them on the ground because, like, if you get them, on the, get them off his spot or get them uncomfortable, he still can make the same amount of throws. He still can, you know, make flashy plays. So, um, definitely um, on the back end, you know, we're going to have to definitely uh, make sure we plaster, make sure we have, you know, eye, great eye discipline and just make sure we, we, we're dropping where we're supposed to drop and, um, and just try to el- eliminate um, the self-inflicting wounds. 
Hey, Dante, I have a couple things for you. Uh, first, what does it mean to have Rasul Douglas back with you guys? Oh, it means a lot. It means a lot, man. Um, I'm sure you guys can see it. Uh, Rasul's been – he came in from – since the, the Raiders game, and he's just been, you know, a guy who, who never complains. He's just come out and work. So just getting him back um, is definitely, you know, gives us a, a great boost of confidence just to have him back on the field, moving around, and just to get to see him in the building is definitely a great, great feeling. And then uh, something uh, that Matt Rule was talking about earlier is that with the Chiefs, they he said that they run routes differently than a lot of teams. If they uh, said so they do moves like double moves and things differently and, and deeper than a lot of teams will do because of Patrick Mahomes' arm strength. What does that mean for you as a corner and how you guys have to, I guess, play different routes um, as the Chiefs are doing them? Um, well, mostly it's just discipline, man. It's, um, making sure your eyes are in the right spot. Like I, like I stated, just, just not, not getting lured to sleep about him running around, about him, you know, moving the pocket, about him just, you know, trying to get, because he's always comfortable. So you just got to make sure you're just doing everything. If you got to stay high, stay high. You know, if you got a guy in front of you that you need to be uh, more closer to, attached to, be attached to him, be close to him. You know, you got a zone drop that you got to drop, just make sure you make your drops. And um, that's just something that we all have been, um, been making sure we, we really detailed on. You know, we had a, a little extra time to, uh, to really look into, you know, things that they like to do. So um, just just making sure we're very, very disciplined, making sure we're very, very um, just just poised, you know, and, and, and not really getting ahead of ourselves because, you know, that's an explosive, explosive team, you know. So some plays are going to be made, but we just got to make sure we stay together. Let's go to Elena Getzenberg and then Joe Person. Hey, Dante, I know you're sick about, of talking about this toe, nah, but, <laughs> and it's probably a big pain for you, but I was curious, like, when it mid-game, like, it starts hurting and, like, like against the Falcons, and you, like, yeah. just can't go anymore, what's that feel like for you? Like, it's, what's it's, the it's super, 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 super. I can't, I can't express how much of a frustrating feeling it is, you know, because when you get out there and you, you just want to be out there and you want to help your teammates, you know, you want to be out there and you want to fight with your teammates, you know, you, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big guy on, you know, when I'm not able to go coaching my guys up, you know, just making sure I'm staying in tune and staying, you know, live on the sideline. But it's very, very frustrating when I can't get out there and, and help them. And, and, you know, like, especially when I'm, when I feel like I'm really playing, you know, at a high level, I really just feel like, you know, my teammates, you know, they, 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 they have been very, very supportive. Um, but it, I, I know it's, it's, it's just frustrating. It's really, really frustrating. Um, uh, I'll, I'll be feeling good all the way until it's not. And once it's not, it's just like, all right, like I'm not taking no more. And it's just, it's like I said, I can't stress how, how, how frustrating it really is, especially for a competitor like me. I just want to get out there and compete and, and help my team win and help my team be successful. And when I can't do that, it's just, it, it, it hurts me a lot. And, um, but I just got to just trying to stay on it, man. Stay, stay on this treatment and try to keep this thing right. Cause when, like I said, when it's feeling good, it's feeling good, but I just can't, you know, I just can't try to let it get too down, get me too down. But um, it's very frustrating. And if I could just follow up on that, when you met with the doctor specialist this weekend, are you going to try any new cleats or something different? Is there anything they advised you on doing? Um, I'm, I'm trying a, a new um, acupuncture routine um, to, um, to like help minimize the pain when it does start hurting. Um, that's something I've been doing since I want to say Friday or Saturday, uh, Friday. I've been doing that since Friday and that, that's been that, that like throughout the weekend and letting it like rest a little bit and still staying on it with the treatment. That's had, um, that helped me have a better day today on it. So just going to keep going. You know, um, I know it's just an uphill battle. I know that, um, 
this is something that just won't just go away on its own. You got to really just force it and stay on it. And uh, that's just what I've been doing, you know, trying, like I said, trying not to let it get me too down. Um, my teammates have been very, very supportive. My teammates have been right on my side, you know, making sure that I'm that, that they know that uh, that I'm that they're there for me and stuff like that. So just gotta stay on it and just be a pro about it. Hey Dante, you guys are in the midst of a stretch of games against some of the best NFL quarterbacks currently and maybe all time. You obviously have been in the league. You played it at cornerback. You. But what is that – how daunting a challenge is that for some of the younger defensive backs that you guys have been relying on? Oh, we we don't blink. And, um, and that's something Trey Boston, myself, and Rasul, and, and Justin Burge, that's what some things we, we just try to keep in the air in the secondary room. We don't blink. Um, these guys, like, we, I see it as the way I see it. I see it as – all the quarterbacks we, we, we face are, are really, really good. You know, um, if you if you plan against um, what guys did, then everybody's a, 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 a great, you know, player. Um, we just go out there and focus on Sunday, you know, whatever, whoever the opponent may be. That's just the, one of the things that we that we preach, you know, to, since we have a, so many young guys back there, you know, and I was a young guy once with Mike Adams, you know, telling me that uh, I can't be, you know, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers fan this week like you know I'm, I'm just a football head and we have guys like that in the room who, who obviously been watching football their whole life who obviously have been watching these guys do great things their whole life but you just got to play play the game that's that's happening on Sunday and play against the, the quarterback that's playing on Sunday and not what he's done and not what he's going to do so just something that we, we just preach in there to the young guys and try to keep them up. Let's go to Josh Klein and then David Newton. Dante, you talked about talking to the younger guys in the room. Um, what advice do you have for uh, for Chen, who is dealing with this knee thing? He's had a hip stuff. In in terms of dealing with injuries when you're in the NFL versus when you're in college, because um, I know you've had some lingering injuries in your career. yeah. I just told him um, from experience. Um, the first thing I did, and especially last year, was I got my mental out of it. Like I lost my head when I couldn't get out there and compete. I lost my head when I just couldn't be myself, when I wasn't 100, even when I got back off my injury, I couldn't be myself because I just wasn't in it mentally. And uh, that's just the one thing I, I like to tell them. Like I told, actually told Chin that today, but I'd like to tell that to any of the young guys or any person, really don't have to be a young guy. If I, can, if I experienced it, I like to, you know, put my little two cents in it if, you know, if they want. But I just really just tell them, just keep, keep your head in there and um, don't really let uh, the fact that, that you can't really go, you can't be yourself, you can't be a hundred, like, like dawn on you mentally, because that, that'll, that'll mess up everything for you. Your game, that'll mess up your, your, your preparation, that'll even mess up your treatment of trying to come back from your injury once you let your head go. And um, I know that's one thing I had did when I pulled my groin last year. I just let my head go and it messed up my game. It messed up my performance. It messed up just everything that that dealing with you know this sport. So just just that's my basic thing. Like just just keep your head in it. Make sure you still come in here ready to have fun. Make sure you still come in here ready to just work, regardless of your limitations. So just 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 keep your head in. It. That's one thing I, I told Chen. I actually told him that today. Hey, Dante, good to see you. Doing well. Good to see you talking about your toe still. So uh, <laughs> no more jokes. Um, what staying on that channel line? What about and you were thinking a few ago? And what 
what about him has impressed you the most? Any player, anything that stood out oh, he's, the most to you? He's he's, he's really poised. You know, he's very he's really he's really rattled. Like he's he he's water, really. You know, um, and it's a lot of a lot of young guys from the from the top guys to the to the not so top guys. You know. You know, you, you gonna at some point you're gonna be you gonna be champagne, you're gonna be soda. And once something go wrong, you just gonna you're gonna burst and you're gonna wanna do, you know, you gonna wanna explode. But he's rarely that. You know, he's most of the time he's water, most of the time he's he's always level headed, he's always willing to learn and he's always willing to work. And um that's just some things that you just can't teach. Thanks. All right, guys, we have time for two more. So let's go to Phil Orban and then Deshaun Brown. Hey Dante, uh, Matt talked about the experience uh, that the younger guys got when when you and Rasul were both out Thursday night. Uh, you were obviously in a different situation, but do you kind of remember your first game action and the ex kind of the difference between that game action and the and the preseason action um, and how that kind of helps your growth and development? Oh, it helped a lot. It helped a lot. Um, just just like the way that I play the game now, you know. Um, is everything just slowing down a little bit? Um, so definitely, like getting out there in the game, it really, it really like helps you, you know, getting those game experience, getting those game reps, especially against like great players or great quarterbacks. Uh, it just definitely just it, it, one thing. It helps your confidence and it helps your game overall. You know, um, it's, it's, it's some guys are gonna come out there and just be, you know, a, a alpha right off the spot. But some guys, you you, you got to trickle in. You have to feel. You have to get a feel for the game. You stuff like that. So I just think that. Getting those experience, getting those game reps, it definitely helps with your confidence. It helps with your just, just, the, just understanding the sport more. You know, um, like I, I can say rules off the back of my head that I didn't even know before I can, before I got out there and actually started playing and actually start moving around. So it definitely helps with with just, just, just the overall game of football, like just being out there. So. Hey, Dante, and thank you for taking the time. I did want to circle back to what you were saying about eye discipline. I remember you mentioned this was something that you worked on a lot during the offseason. How do you see the game differently now? Um, it's very, very slow. It's very slow. It's very, um, I, I just have a, like, I, I would hear the play. I can see the formation and I can automatically, like, start eliminating things in my head or start, you know, knowing, like, all right, I might get this and this. I might be a little late on this. Just It just, just makes the – I understand the game a little bit more, you know, especially when, when you have a play where you have good eyes and good feet because sometimes you can have good eyes and bad feet and still be able to make a play. And um, just, like, I, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just, like, uh, just, it's just slowing down. It's just understanding it more. Um, just can be, I can be more vocal out there. I can just be more, you know, communi I can communicate a little bit more because, like, I start seeing stuff before plays and stuff. And it just, I, like I said, I really can't explain it. It's just, like, a feeling I have when I'm just out there. I do want to follow up quickly on that. Did you grasp the significance of good vision when you're out there before? Did you really feel the difference now? Oh, definitely feel the difference now. I definitely took uh, having good eyes and, and good patience. I took it for granted because I'm such a good athlete. So I never really had to, like, focus on things like that until, like, I really forced myself and started making myself do it. And then I realized that it makes the game a whole lot easier, especially if you're a good athlete. All right, guys, we got to let them go. Dante, we appreciate you taking time. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys.